Welcome to another episode of Game Week 39. My name is Captain Cheroshon Matiza, and you know I'm always with my co-host Marangi Ramakanya. Mario, welcome back. What's up, bro? Nda Game Week 39 world, what's happening? Back again, you know, with the more analysis, more Game Week review. Let's get it, bro. You know what it is. You know what it is. And you know, as a guest, we told you guys that we we're supposed to have a guest last week, but unfortunately. You know, sometimes things happen in life, but we made sure that you know our guest comes through on this episode. DK, uh, Mr. Rasilibi, welcome back. Thanks, buddy. Thank you guys for having me. It's good to be back. Yeah. To share some knowledge, Nyana, from the top three. You know. Uh, just you saying. <laughs> <laughs> from a parallel universe. From a parallel universe. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Nah, man. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, as mentioned earlier, you were supposed to have been on last week, but yeah, we felt that you needed, you know, to come through with the analysis because you've been having an amazing season. Um, and yeah, just quickly looking into our mini league, you're currently sitting in ninth position. Uh, and uh, in this past game week, you scored 40 points, having captain Haaland who gave you 8 points. You took a minus for Almiron <laughs> and you replaced, yes. you know, Salah. I, I, I'm sure you were gutted when you saw what Salah did to Man United. Uh, I was gutted both sides, buddy. Mm. You know, my team got molested. <laughs> Yo, it's a double whammy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh, that was sad, man. But anyway, we uh, moved. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, man. Unlucky. Unlucky about that. Uh, I'm sure Mrangi is going to have a lot to say about it as we're jumping into our <laughs> headlines there. And, glory, uh, <laughs> glory, man. United. <laughs> uh, uh, no, man. DK, I just wanted to ask what's the time? What's the time there? Uh, because on my side, I think it says seven past the hair. Oh, <laughs> uh, <shit. laughs> uh, man. <laughs> what oh, happened? Oh, my God. Cuts. <laughs> What happened? Tell us about what happened at Anfield. What do you guys think you're going to get out of Anfield? And eh? walk us through that game. Man, uh, I can pretty much bet with my life that no one saw that coming. Mm. Uh, obviously, looking at the form we're currently in, yeah. uh, the, the way we're playing, basically the confidence, you know, uh, everything just got chopped down, like mm. come back to earth. You know? I think that was that was shocking, as you're saying. Incredibly yeah, shocking. Yeah, it was, no uh, was that else. Mm. And then, Mario, your take on that? What, 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 what do you think? What do you think went wrong with United? Because I think most of their key players, or rather all their key players were there. Casemiro was there, Rashford was there, De Gea was there, Martinez was there. What what went wrong? Uh, what 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 didn't go right for <laughs> Liverpool? Be the question, yeah. Because... The, the first half was actually pretty close, I mm, think. Mm. Um, Liverpool going to the half 1-0 ahead. Yeah. Um, and then second half, it just all imploded. It looked like um, Man United uh, just came out dejected almost in the second half. I don't know um, if it's maybe these games catching up to them mm. uh, because they have played a lot of football in the past three or so weeks and um, and it's been a regular fixture. As you know, Rashford has been on a scoring streak and for you to be on a scoring streak, you need to be playing every game. So, mm. Bruno Fernandes, Casemiro only got a rest because of a suspension in the league against Arsenal. And yeah, that's just been what Man United is. 
they've been consistent in the results and in the uh, lineup and the consistency caught up to them in the results of fatigue, I think, is what happened. No, man, but like, uh, I mean, DK, uh, Murangi is mentioning, you know, the amount of games that you guys have played, right? Um, yeah. If you look at the likes of Manchester City, if you look at the likes of Liverpool, you know, um, you know, the, the, a bit of the form that we we, we showed against you guys uh, in the past seasons, um, mm. and also if you if you if you look at the fact that Man United knows that every time they've come to Anfield, it hasn't really gone according to plan uh, in the past mm. couple of seasons. I would have been under the impression that Man United were the ones that are coming to Anfield with a score to settle, you know. And no matter how yeah. bad things get, you know, when the scoreline gets to three, you, you, you'd rather want to puck, you know, uh, that Old Trafford uh, bus, yeah. you know, and make sure that nothing, nothing, nothing more goes in. But it just seemed as if even half chances that we were taking were just going in. No, true. Uh, it is, I don't know, man. I'll be honest. I actually stopped watching second half the whole time, the, like the whole match. Hmm. Uh, the rest of the stuff, I was just getting notifications from the <laughs> FPL app. What the hell, man? <laughs> what's going on? So, <laughs> what's going on? And then the next thing I see, is I saw six, seven. I'm like, nah, man, Unreal. no ways. Yeah. Uh, so I, I really can't talk much about the game because I was, I didn't watch it, man. Mm. It was too painful. And I'll tell you one thing on my side. I mean, I, I haven't had a lot to celebrate this season. <laughs> so that last weekend was one of the happiest moments of my entire season this year as a Liverpool fan. Um, and Actually, the Liverpool know. straight back into the race for the top four. And yeah, 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 yeah. and like what yeah. you said, Katu, um, what I said with my opening remarks, what didn't go right for Liverpool? Mm. Uh, it seemed like every time they shot the ball in the second half, it was a it was goal. A goal. Yeah. Um, you did mention they took a lot of half chances. Mm. I know Salah uh, sent um, Martinez the butcher <laughs> straight to Soweto <laughs> on a, a one-way yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah, yeah, takes it. But then um, <laughs> that finish by Capo was mm. just something out of this world. Yeah. And against De Gea, just to mention one goal. So um, it, was a, it was a lot of Things just going right for Liverpool that day. Mm. Maybe it is a turning, a turning, a turning point. Yeah, no, I, 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 I hope so. I hope so. But I mean, uh, it's football. You know, we could just go and have a, a, a dismal result. But I'm hoping that this is the turnaround. We take that momentum going forward. Um, but I also yeah. worry about Southampton, though. Uh, I think uh, you guys face Southampton after this. Uh, you might want to, you know, uh, get <laughs> some revenge on them. So it will be an exciting one to watch that one. And then moving on to Arsenal, uh, the, the great comeback against Bournemouth, two goals down. Uh, I think Rhys Nielsen, I think he's the one that scored the the late Last winner. Yeah, your, your thoughts, DK? Uh, how, how did you find that game? Yeah, no, the the I actually watched the whole match. There, the, yeah, no. It was just that day, man. From mm. the first whistle to the last, mm. those guys didn't hold back. They just kept going on and going on and going on. It just worked out for them super well. Mm. Uh, and again, with their play, man, the, the the pressure they kept throwing in there, buddy. Yeah, no, man. Yeah. They, 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 they couldn't lose that game, you know? Something had to give. Um, Rangi, your, your take on it? I, I think when when such things happen, you know, that's when you start realizing or it starts sinking in that you know what these guys are winning it. I mean, 
like surely no way like it was it was a goal on added time added time on added time yeah it's not the first time we're seeing it not i can't even say the first time this season i mean the first time uh in the past 31 days they did the same thing i don't i forgot we didn't confirm it but i think it was brentford if i'm not mistaken scoring two goals in uh, at the time Mm. Uh, to to win the game because it was essentially a drawn game and they had fought back from a losing position. So um, it goes ties back into what we said last game, last episode, uh, that Arsenal is managing to uh, get those results that they always fail to get against the smaller teams. The smaller teams always give Arsenal a problem. Not so much the bigger teams, okay, except for Chelsea. to regularly touch them but then <laughs> other than that um the small teams were usually uh, Arsenal's Achilles heel but um, it seems like they're turning it around they buried Leicester away uh, they buried Everton at home they fought back at home against Bournemouth and yeah uh, it does have that feeling of they might actually do this yeah no 100 100 and then while you're still on that i mean the consistency of tottenham we saw that it you know um didn't we still saw rather let me say uh, their the inconsistency in 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 the results when they lost to 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 wolves um your take on that game like you said inconsistent uh, spurs very much an inconsistent side uh conte i think it was his first game back in the dugout if i'm not mistaken So um yeah it's just weird that what's going on in Spurs. That's why I'm saying Liverpool have a straight shot. The only yeah. thing that is a bit consistent about Spurs is that they're inconsistent. And <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know how Harry Kane has managed to stay yeah, at top yeah. of the ICT yeah, charts for true. the past couple of weeks. Mm. But they do have a good run of fixtures coming up. One of the few teams that don't dabble that have a uh, very good fixture yeah. uh, going into the lineup of this big double game week. Mm, I know you said it right there. Their only consistency is their inconsistency. DK, we go into this <laughs> man's blues. Huh? They win their they they, they 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 secure their first three points in five games. I think well, this was their sixth game, but the past five games they failed to actually win a game. Um, cool. Did you watch yeah. the Chelsea game? Uh not really, you know. Mm. But but you watch a game You 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 basically watch a game knowing that there's likely going to be less than two goals. I'm like, man, but I don't really watch Go- goals. Are expensive, <laughs> no, it's not Man United versus Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Murangi, your take, your take, your thoughts. I'm sure you're at least pleased um, with that result, but also with what we saw last night in the Champions League. You know, you guys also managing to to go to the to the I believe the semis now or the quarters. Yeah, quarters. Uh, it's the last eight. The last yeah, eight. I know. Yeah. I, I I know uh, Liverpool and Man United limited experience about that in the past ten years. But <laughs> last eight. Guys. What, what, what uh, do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, what do you mean? one. What, what do you mean? How many times have how many times have we gone to the, to the final? Eight. No, let's 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 keep it in the era where actually podcasts existed 
not uh, not before then. <laughs> what are you talking uh, about? In the past five seasons, we we were in the final three times, weren't we? In the Champions League oh, finals. Yeah, oh, you forget those boring finals that Real Madrid just uh, walked <laughs> over the over fair, fair point. I forget. I just remember Real Madrid won four out of five, and you forget the boring opponents that they had to trample. To. So, so it sometimes goes above my head. The, the listeners will forgive me. But yeah, okay. Man United more would know less about this because they used to 32 16. So I, I expect them to lose count. But anyway, um, Chelsea, yeah, but... Chelsea, Chelsea. I've been crying on this podcast for weeks. I think I went on a mini rant, like I was an AFC broadcaster uh, last game in last no, podcast you did, episode. You did. Uh, but yeah, uh, it was a good performance. What can I say? Uh, it was a. That's what excited me the most. It wasn't just the result. Mm. It was a. It was a pretty good performance. I was skeptical at the beginning. I won't lie. Um, as Chelsea were missing those early chances and then started giving yeah. position away to to Borussia Dortmund. But then mm-hmm. uh, they slowly found their way back in the game again, uh, like how they started. And it looked like we were going to score every time we went forward. Mm. Those Chelsea oh. assets, that those Chelsea leagues have it's had an amazing game. Um, if uh, Chilwell continues like that and Chelsea can be as solid as that, denying Borussia Dortmund barely any chance as a team that has been on a 10-game winning streak, then we might have some very good FPL assets mm. uh, with double game weeks that don't blank coming up right now. Mm. So those who invested in those Chelsea assets, I see Cooper with Chelsea Leagues, I wouldn't sell him at all right now, mm. to be honest with you. He was not making everyone left, right and centre, so and uh, hit the post again, but I expect them to, to, to do well. All right, all right, all right. Now, now we heard. I, I think also it will be, you know, I'm putting the, the entire Chelsea team. Obviously, I do have uh, Kepa on my uh, uh, posts there, but I am putting the whole Chelsea team on, uh, you know, keeping a good eye on them just to see if they can at least give me two games you know, of some consistent performance. But I, I, I think oh. I think it could be it could be a, a turning point also for you guys as it is for, for us hopefully. Um and, and yeah we should start uh, uh watch listing those Chelsea assets. But Hey I'm on. not by any means saying that um we we will win the next five out of five. Mm. But for FPR purposes, attacking returns and yeah, such the, the type of football uh that they're playing and the chances they've been creating but missing, but now it seems like, you know, there's something there, there's something legible, and with the fixtures, uh, it might be a bit favourable differentials. You know. All right, all right. Now the manager's heard. Oh. So a quick reflection yep. on to the past, uh, the past game week. Sorry, uh, the past game week. Uh, on your side, DK green arrows, red arrows. Are you new, are you neutral on the mini leagues that you're participating in? Um, basically, a few reds, and yeah. Just a few days, I didn't go up nowhere. Mm. Well, yeah, no, it's just no. been a tough one. I think it it was definitely a tough one. Uh, the average was 43. The, the average was 43, and uh, you scored 40. So I think 
that does make sense and then Morangi on your side yeah. you scored 42 so you're just one shy away from uh, the average there you also captain Ireland um, like uh, DK did and you made one transfer to bring in Astopinia uh, but the interesting thing just like DK you benched the man and he gave you six points I'm sure you were also a bit disappointed there <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, actually, that was more of an emotional purchase because uh, prior to uh, my free hit, I tried to make a transfer knowing that transfers don't carry over when you play a chip like a free hit or a wild card. But then because I played my free hit, dummy me, it resets everything uh, prior to the, the transfers I made. So it's so that's why I brought in Estupeyan for the coming game weeks, not necessarily for West Ham. So that's why I benched him. But yeah, I regret uh, benching him, of course. Uh, six points on the bench is never nice. A couple of green arrows, uh, mostly red in all of the uh, global leagues and uh, a couple of the big mini leagues that I'm in. Mm. Now the red arrows are in the important leagues, huh? The important leagues, not the other leagues where you're dominating. The, huh? You must tell us. <laughs> yeah, no, you know the global leagues. Uh, I was, I was slowly encroaching yeah. into that uh, top million. Mm. I think I was sitting on a rank of one point four, if I was not mistaken, yeah. somewhere there, one point four, one point three, and then yeah, one game we come back up to one point eight. No, so no. I, was, I was really aiming for that top one million, but no, you're still yeah, in no, it. better luck next game week, I guess. You're still in it. You're still in it. I still need to crawl back the points yeah. that you earned with your wild card when you played it. So, um, yeah, um, I haven't played my wild card yet, my friend. No, no. Which Don't one did you play? Me. Which one did you play last game week? Uh, the free hit. Oh, free hit. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, no, no, the free hit. Sorry. Um, but as I was saying, on my side, I scored 51 points, uh, so I was quite happy with that. Captain Saka, who just gave me four points. I made one transfer to bring in Mitoma, and I replaced Gekpo, who scored 14 points. Um, yeah. If I had a crystal ball, I would have transferred uh, Mares and brought in and, and left uh, and left Gekpo and brought in Mitoma. Exactly, yeah. Because Mitoma scored 13 points, and Gekpo goes on to score 14 points. So it would have been a good return there. But hey, it is FPL. What can we say? Um, but uh, moving on to the standout players of the past game week, we saw Salah did the most uh, with a hat trick and uh, breaking the Liverpool all-time record of uh, the the most highest scorer, top scorer in Liverpool. Uh, so he scored 21 points, Salah there, followed by Gekpo with 14 points, equal with McAllister from Brighton, who also got 14 points. So some some interesting assets. We can see that also. Uh, with some double game weeks that are coming, uh, there's a lot of movement and selection of those players. But uh, going into disappointing players on my side, I'd say the Pep Roulette was quite a disappointment. Mara's not playing. Um, I was hoping that maybe he might come on, um, but it's quite disappointing. I saw that his price has also dropped recently with the latest price release or price movement. Uh, so that was my biggest disappointment. DK, any disappointment on your side from, from, from the team that you put together in the past game week? Has been Haaland in my whole midfield, all of them. Like, uh, I mean, uh, is Haaland in the whole midfield? Uh, Martinelli, Saka, and Rashford, all of them won. No, no one did nothing. Not even an assist. Nothing. Zero. Just went to play, and that's it. <laughs> mm, and I see your entire your entire midfield two 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 two. 
<laughs> when you talk about a disappointing midfield, however, as we mentioned, I mean, had you kept Salah there, you could have, uh, you would have not even felt this. We wouldn't even have been talking about this because you would have uh, broken broken into at least probably the top sixty, uh, rather sixty. Not true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. Unlucky, unlucky, mate. And then Mario, your side disappointments. Yeah, like DK said, everyone except for maybe Walker and Ward. Walker returned the clean sheet. I can't ask anything more from him. Ward conceded but had a penalty save mm, and three bonus saves. Yeah. I mean yeah. and four I mean four saves which gave him a bonus point and then collected all three bonus points. And a one nil loss to Leicester. How about that? <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> 11 points. I wish I captained him. Yeah. But like you said, no crystal ball here. Yeah. Oh, Disappointed in March as well. Uh, he, his metrics are out of this world, to be honest with you. He, he creates so much by just playing the way he does for Brighton. Uh, opens up for Minatoma, McAllister. Danny Welbeck, anyone who gets in, the, even the wing backs, your Estupeans, they all getting opportunities off the back of March's running and his dribbling and his positioning. So, hey, I'm disappointed he didn't return because he can always get the brace, especially if Brighton win 4 now or it, something. Is it giving you a bit of a headache? Um, because I think. Looking into how long you've had him, you've had him since game week 23, and uh, the past three game weeks he hasn't necessarily returned. We know that they're going to a double game week, so maybe that could be one last uh, chance for him. Um, are, are you a bit stressed as a manager having that asset that you, you, you're hoping that he returns or you know the potential, but he's just not uh, returning? Yeah, um, I didn't have him in the free hit a week. Um, obviously, mm. but then um, he did return good points for me. Um, I think it was game week 23. That's correct, yeah, 23. Um, he scored um, 10 points for me. Mm. Uh, I took a minus that game week. Uh, so it was so he, he showed that he's, he can do it. And the game week prior, I didn't have him, but he's got a brace and he's always finds himself in and about that area when goals are scored. So uh, I think maybe it's just a matter of, especially going into this game weeks, maybe partnering him up with with another, another Brighton player. Asset. No, 100, 100. Um, before we move on to um, one of my favorite segments, um, do you have statistics that uh, you might want to, to share with the managers that could give them an edge going into this game week? Um, I just picked out uh, a couple of players. Uh, for this coming game week differentials, if you would say, uh, that players can look at going into this game week and going forward. Um, the first that I'm going to mention is my man, Estupeyan. Um, he's owned by 9.2% of managers. Obviously, like we mentioned, I brought him in. He's only 4.8 million. He has a double game week uh, against the Eads and uh, Crystal Palace, who have both been struggling for goals. Um, he has no competition in his... Well, he does, he should have in Terry Glamty, but hardly puts any competition. And if this man is fit, he plays. 
that's just how it is. So um, I think not owned a lot by managers. It's a good defender to bring in if you do have uh, space for another Brighton player in your team. Uh, another one I would look at would be James Ward Prowse. I know he plays Man United, a dejected Man United. Uh, Man United that was sent to 7th heaven, or should I say 7th hour? Um, so that might be something. Oh, that might be something that. <laughs> Sorry about that, DK, but uh, I can't help myself. Hey, heavy. Uh, but anyway, um, Man United away. I think if the players are still kicking rocks, looking down, um, that's a good game for James Ward-Prowse. They, they need the points. Uh, it's crunch time now. It's do or die. Southampton fight or they're going down. And they're playing uh, Brentford at home. Brentford is a, uh, an up-and-down team. They might keep a clean sheet. They might not. Uh, it's one of those games. And if uh, Southampton turn up, as we've seen, they can get results. And James Ward-Prowse is usually at the middle of it. He's only owned by 6% of managers and he's going for 6.3 million. So um, if you do have a, like a position that you need to make up or gap that you need to make up, should I say, uh, in your mini leagues, I know not a lot of managers own him and um, the coming fixtures might be good for, for, for our men. Uh, James Ward Prowse to help lift Southampton out of uh, that relegation spot. And then the the last guy I'm going to mention in my differentials for this coming game week is uh, my man, the World Cup winning Mr. Alex McAllister. Uh, this guy, um, obviously, is a World Cup winner. I think he's a brilliant player, one of the best midfielders, most underrated midfielders for me. Um, I think he was shaking off a bit of that uh, World Cup winning fever when he just came back from the World Cup in January, February. But he looks like he's getting back to his best. Uh, he's on penalties for Brighton. He's a galvanizer. He's a catalyst for that team. Uh, he's only owned by 4.2% of managers. Um, obviously, as Leeds and Crystal Palace in a double game week coming up, 5.4 million. Uh, so for those that want to be brave, um, he's on penalties, on free kicks, a very good free kick taker. So um, for those who want to be brave, maybe sidestep Minotoma and March, go for for McAllister. Might uh, be the difference in one or two game weeks, uh, shoot you up the rankings. So yeah, differentials for managers to think about. All right, all right. I think the managers heard. Uh, if you if you if you brave, uh, they say sidestep uh, uh, Mitoma, uh, but uh, you'd be a very very brave manager because uh, I'm a big fan of of Mitoma and I know Marie is on the other side of of of, of the rope. Um, but yeah, um, you heard. Uh, I think managers have a lot to consider given the the, the differentials and uh, the fact that uh, some of those players will be actually having double game weeks going into this. Um, the next segment that we're going to move on to is the buy, sell, keep, avoid segment, uh, one of my favorites. And uh, I'm going to give this to you so that you take us through exactly what the managers should do. Should they be buying these assets? Should they sell them? Should they keep them? 
or should they avoid them altogether? So the first name that is on this list is Tony, Ivan Tony. He is currently valued at 7.7 million um, in the past five games, uh, or rather five games in the next three game weeks. That is uh, Brentford. They have five games in the next uh, uh, three game weeks because I believe they have two double game weeks double. in game week 27 yeah. and also in game week 29, I believe. So a total of, of, of five games there to consider. And then their next fixture in game week 27 is Everton away and they have Southampton away. Um, and uh, Tony has a goal tally of, or rather he has a point tally of 130 points, uh, which puts him third after Haaland and Kane. Um, what should managers be doing there? Should they be buying him if they don't have him? Should they sell him if they have him? Should they keep him if they, if they already do have him or they should just avoid Tony altogether? Buy and keep him. Mm. Buy and keep him. Buy him, keep it, make him captain for the next uh, game week. <laughs> for the next game week. He's also a captain <laughs> candidate. Yeah. Uh, no, 100, 100, 100. You want to add on that, uh, Mario? Uh, your, your thoughts on, 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 on Tony? Should we, should we be buying him and keeping him? Uh, Tony, the, 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 ba- the betting bandit. <laughs> hey, um, any man who can back himself and bet on himself, mm. shit, I'll bet on him too. Uh, for me, if, if I didn't have to take a minus to bring him in, it would be a buy. Mm. Um, I know uh, he has probably the best out of the upcoming runs because he's going to play five games yeah. in the in the next three fixtures. And if you're going to play five games in the next three game weeks, FPL game weeks, I don't think it really matters who you play, especially if you're an attacker. Uh, they should get you in there. So for me, it would be a buy. I know, 100, 100. And then, uh, DK, again, Murangi um, touched uh, on, on, on this asset extensively in the statistics. Uh, Ward Prowse, Ward Prowse from Southampton, 6.3 million. Um, he has an all-round potential, as we know. He can score from just open play. He's a, he's a, he's a dead ball specialist. He's also a penalty taker for, for, for Southampton. And he has scored five out of the seven goals that uh, Southampton has actually scored since the World Cup, uh, uh, or rather since the restart. And in this whole season, he has totaled six goals with two assists. Um, next coming fixtures are Man United away and Brentford at home. Your take on him? I would, I would basically say don't buy. Mm, avoid. Yeah, avoid. Okay. Uh, are the fixtures, the, the United fixture and the Brentford um, fixture, the, the ones that are most likely uh, swaying that decision? Uh, no, it's basically the, the team itself. I'm really not sure about them at all. <laughs> uh, fighting relegation, I guess. Maybe, I'm not sure. Um, just the way they play, man. They they inconsistent completely. They play better this week, next week, off, lost, you know. So no, that's that is the main reason for for that. No, no, no. That is. And then Murangi, you did touch on him. Uh, your thoughts? Buy, sell, keep, avoid. Uh, if I had him, I'd keep him. Okay. Um, if I if I was. If I uh, if I had cap space, maybe I'd buy him. He's playing Man United, guys. Man United just got seven in the back of the net. Mm. Do you know how difficult it is to concede seven goals in a football game? Extremely. It's difficult. not gonna end, man. So you know, 
I, I give him a good shot there. Maybe yeah. a well placed free kick in the corner mm. beats De Gea, or a deflection off Harry Maguire it beats De Gea. A good assist from a corner beats De Gea. You know, they fight. These guys are fighting for their lives. Pella, their kids gotta eat. Their kids are going to certain school. Maybe they might have to change schools after this. You know, they might have to move neighborhoods and things like that. Hey, bro, this is real life. So, man, man's got to eat, ain't it? So, you see, uh, so those guys are fighting for their lives. I wouldn't put it past Southampton to get those results for Man United or Brentford. All of those rushing to those Brentford assets or those uh, banking on United keep a clean sheet. I wouldn't count my eggs too before they hatch or eggs too early, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, we heard, we heard, we heard. Um, you keep him. Uh, apparently, that defense is weak. Uh, the streets are saying, shoot your shot, bro. Uh, maybe a defense uh, man, like David De Gea. Weak, bro. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe a defense like Man United. <laughs> shoot your shot. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, last year on this list, DK, um, we have Wilfred Zaha, who just came back from uh, a slight injury. He's been on the sidelines for quite some time. 7.2 million. He has a double game week also coming against Manchester City at home. Um, and we do know that Manchester City and Crystal Palace, they tend to, to give us a very interesting fixture uh, for some reason. There's, there's, there have been a lot of upsets in that fixture. Um, and then, then the game after that is their rivals, Brighton away. Um, and uh, we know that last season, we, one of his best performing seasons, he scored 150 points with 14 goals and two assists. Um, your thoughts? Should 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 managers consider him? Uh, Wilfred Zaha, buy, sell, keep, avoid? Um, personally, I would avoid, but for managers, I would say they must go with my decision, maybe. Mm. Uh, his his form, uh, his, uh, this season is not really performing that much. So I'm not sure if it's, though, if it's, if it's just the team or him. But uh, plus his temp, you know, uh, uh, he's, he's got a short fuse near yeah, the boy. Yellow, yellow card, uh, possibly. You know? <laughs> Yeah, you know, you might get a yellow there. (laughs) Yeah, we don't need to lose points now, man. Uh, This is the time to actually get every point we can get. So I would would say uh, avoid or buy. I'm not sure there. All right. And and Mario, your side, Wilfred Zaha? Hey, bro, you know today I'm ripping the differentials. So I'm looking at the fixtures. They got Man City at home. Uh, I think that Man City's been struggling, guys. So, you know, something could happen there. The first feat of Zaha, or may I bring another man to the fold? Um, my favorite Crystal Palace player this season, Is it? Michael Olise. The baby oh. face assassin. <laughs> Yo, this this man is cool <laughs> as ice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, he, he did say what... He did do what I did mention, that what Price might be able to do against De Gea. Oh. Put one right into the top corner against De Gea. Rifled it home and didn't even bother to celebrate. You know what I'm saying? There's a bad, bad man. <laughs> so, uh, Michael Olise is... Uh, 
they've got the double game week against City at home. Brighton, Brighton, Brighton is good right now, but I've seen the cracks. You see, sometimes they get that funny result. Yeah. Sometimes they get that three nil, mm. or or sometimes they lose that two nil, that two one. You know, it happens. It's not like we're talking about Arsenal. Oh shit! Did I just say we're talking about Arsenal? <laughs> yeah, the world is coming to an end. <laughs> It's not like we're talking about Man City here. Times have yeah, changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the times, times are changing in front of us. Hey, end of times. Hey, end of times, my guy. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's a good... Okay, I won't say it's a good double game fixture, but I mean, it's another differential thrown out there. Mm. I actually should have put Michael Olise or Zaha or both of them on my differential list. Michael Lolise only owned by 0.5%. I'm looking at him now. Uh, he got a return two, three game weeks ago against uh, Brentford with the, that eight points. Um, obviously, been inconsistent, but he's, he, he's capable of that all. That double digit, 10 points, that 12 points, that nine, that eight. And with two fixtures, Nine turns into eighteen. Twelve turns into twenty-four. Oh. You know. No, no, no. That's true. That is true. Double games. You know, um, they're always good returns with double games, even on on players that you least expect it. And then looking into the upcoming game weeks, uh, DK, do you have you? Uh, well, I believe you probably looked into your team. You're trying to see exactly how you can bounce back from uh, the current points that you scored. Are there any fixtures that you you are you are you are excited to 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 watch uh, come this come the weekend? Um, yeah, the the Man City game mm. has me excited because you know looking at how they've been playing, their form, you know, I just feel like they they've got a point to prove. Okay. Even though they're playing away, I just basically feel like they've got a point to prove. Especially Haaland, man. He's been... Yeah. I don't know, he's not scoring. You know, the goals are not coming. You know, just one assist in the last three games, I think. Um, so, he, he he definitely needs to prove himself again, you know? Yeah, no, that's true. And I think, uh, as you're saying, the goals have been dry for quite some time. Uh, the likes of, of Kane... Uh, okay, well, they're still a far way out catching him, but... Uh, you know, I think uh, sooner than later, he might want to at least respond. And I think maybe that's the reason why we're also still keeping him as managers, right? I mean, uh, Not uh, true, yeah. he still has the highest ownership. So uh, I think we, we, we are all in that boat that uh, it could happen uh, probably in this uh, Crystal Palace game. Um, and, and, and yeah. And Mario, your side, any, any, any fixtures that, or fixture that you, you, you are excited to, to, to watch? Um, uh, not to watch per se but for FPL purposes Correct. I can never be excited to Liverpool against Bournemouth <laughs> but uh, I <laughs> see the fixture and I think, yeah, and I see the 7-0 that just happened these guys might be on a crack eye you know what I'm saying or something similar to that not literal crack but uh, they're on an extreme high 7-7 seven, seven heaven if you will so uh Liverpool born that looks like that looks like uh, it can have some goals both ways. I wouldn't invest in any defenders there because Bournemouth is capable of 
of, of some things. You can ask Arnold about that. Uh, they not afraid for you to come see them. I just put it that way. So, uh, uh, I also look at, uh, obviously, Brentford, Everton. Everton not looking too great. New manager bounce back. Uh, seems to be fading. And if Brentford catches you sleeping, ask United. They will put these hands on you. United have been catching hands, guys. And anyway, they will put these hands on you. So that's also one that kind of excites me. Um, Brighton leads. Hey, it looks like I'm just going to go down this whole list. Excites me as well. That, that could be goals either way. Um, Chelsea, Leicester. If Chelsea pick up where they left off, goals. Spurs, Nottingham Forest. Spurs. Uh, could be on the other bounce back, you know, skip one, hit one, skip one, hit one. So they just get, so this might be a hit. And then, yeah, Arsenal, Fulham, as well, Man United, Southampton. It's a good, people should, this should be a high scoring game. Yeah, I, I feel like you definitely are listing all the fixtures there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I literally probably left out six fixtures, mm. and I left out the Terminator Alan. So you know what I'm saying? All right. then, it should be the whole thing. The guy, I, 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 And then DK quickly, uh, captain choices on your side. Uh, who's who's your who's your captain? I'm banned on. Who's your vice captain? Uh, captain Tony, vice Alan. Okay, Mario, your side, captain, vice captain. Yo, I wish I was DK. That just felt so simple and easy. <laughs> but then, I mean, look, at, I just listed so many fixtures. Look at this. I mean, you could go for Tony, like DK saying. He's got Southampton, who have been poor, Kaudang. They've got Everton, who have been poor, Kaudang. So, Tony could hit. Jensen there could hit. You could... Take a punt on Ben Me, yeah. Henry, um, what's that other guy's name? Pike, Pycon. And Raya, and Raya, the goalkeeper. Raya. Possible because yeah. Everton doesn't necessarily. Can't they, we can't say they necessarily have goals or Southampton either. Yeah, exactly. So you could uh-huh. captain anyone at Brentford from defense to midfield, mm. from the goalkeeper to the striker. I mean, then you've got Liverpool, Salah. Dial two assists, two goals. Bournemouth to concede for fun, but also score as well. So it's gonna be an open game. Brighton just put four um, last week. Leeds have been poor. They could put four again this week, and it's a, they've got a double game week. They play Palace as well. So Minatoma is an option. Yeah. March is the option. McAllister's so, option. So two, op- two options, Mario. Captain, vice captain. To, to make it easier yeah. for the managers. <laughs> captain, <Yeah>. vice captain. <laughs> hey, man, I haven't even got into space. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have Nero, Nero, Man United, Southampton. Narrow it down but, to yeah. two. <laughs> uh, oh, you're so tough. Ah. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. It has to be a Brentford player. Hey, mm. it has to be. 
Um, I don't even not. have it. I'm leaning towards Tony, mm. but I don't even have him in my team. So what does that say? Take a minus. Wild, so I don't want my wild card now. <laughs> next game week. So. So, so Tony captain, vice captain? Hey, Manitoba, March. Okay, so, so either one of the double game gay guys, but uh, from uh, Brentford or, or, or Brighton. Eh? Yeah, because look at it this way. You could captain Ireland. Mm. He's away to Crystal Palace. He might score he might score a hat trick. He might not. But if he does, he gets to what five points per goal? That's fifteen. Two appearance points. That's seventeen. Three bonus points. That's twenty. Uh, if Tony scores an assist, which is top two in both, he's a top two scorer for forwards. Top two assist. If he just gets a goal and assist against Everton, and then gets a goal um, against uh, Southampton. That's five, five, three, thirteen. Two appearance points. That's seventeen. Let's say he gets two bonus points and three bonus points. That's twenty-three for less work, with mm-hmm. more time, with more time. So <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. How do we not captain Tony? I mean, no, no so how do we not? The managers heard Tony seems to be the guy, um, vice captain, uh, likely Ireland or, or probably one of the, the Brighton guys. Uh, from from what you're hearing from the managers, uh, Murray is struggling to to make decisions. I can imagine how it's going to be for all you managers, but I think the calculations did, should make it easy. Did you did you hear the maths on that one? <laughs> Uh, the villagers heard and they heard. Uh, but uh, I mean, guys, we've been on the pod for almost an hour and you know, uh, we need to wrap it up. So I'm just quickly going to go into our podcast mini league. Look at exactly how the standings are. We see that the top three hasn't actually moved. Um, Ryan is still leading the pack with uh, 1,668 points. Um, and then second to him is JP with 1,650 points. Not too far away from the first position there. Also in third, Keegan who is currently sitting on 1,646. So as we, as I said, the top three hasn't moved. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how uh, it, it shapes up at the end of this game week. But as I said, time has actually run out. There's so much to talk about. And that's why we're here every week to give you all the analysis. But in, conclu- in, in closing, I mean, uh, just, you know, as usual, vote of thanks to you guys. Remember to follow us on all the social media platforms. We are always there. But in closing... Um, I'll start with, with DK. DK, last words for the managers going into Gaming 27? I'll say, um, guys, good luck. Uh, keep up uh, playing this thing. Just, I don't know, good luck. Because it's going to be a difficult one, points-wise. You know, it's going to yeah. be a high-school game. Like Morangi said, mm. there is so much to look forward to. Mm. You know? yeah, no. So I I took a minus eight, personally. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> That, um, that is how tough it is. Yeah. You know, I took a minus eight <laughs> and I'm not going to get it back, you know. So, good luck. Mm-hmm. Mario, your side, quickly, short, in closing. <laughs> hey, DK has always been a betting man, eh? <laughs> minus eight. <laughs> and yeah, you'll probably get it back. High scoring game, managers, keep your numbers up. Keep your numbers up. Your eyes on the scoreboard and statistics, you know, numbers don't lie. Mm. 
Check you, know, this you know what it is. You know what it is. DK, thank you so much for coming through. You know, we always appreciate the appearance and giving all the managers and the the the, the analysis that that uh, you know they might uh, need going into this game week. And uh, again, you're you're a man who's flying high this season. So uh, we wish all of the best uh, towards the end of the season. It's crunch time, and yeah, uh, just a reminder that game week 27 deadline is this Saturday at at one o'clock. Sorry, at one o'clock. So make sure that all the teams are locked and uh, you've sorted everything including the benches but from us this is uh, us saying goodbye we'll catch you guys in the next episode and all the best for the next game